theitspot.com. Hello, kids. This is General Ely. The whore just told me you're recording your second anniversary show tonight, and I want to call in and say congratulations, or sympathies, as appropriate. I did want to get you some kind of gift, but when I looked it up, I saw that the traditional gift for a second anniversary was cotton. And as you keep pointing out that I live in the South, you'd probably find that too historically loaded or something. So I've composed a limerick for you instead. There's a fiction podcast I adore, hosted by my friends Buttons and Whore. When they get into the booze, their narration improves, except that their meter, diction, and pacing unfortunately do not, and then they start getting into these really long-winded non-sequiturs, and nine times out of ten they lose track completely of what story they were trying to read or why the hell they were reading it, and that's probably a good thing, because Preston won't try to do the goddamn annoying falsetto if he isn't actually reading something. In fact, he usually doesn't say much of anything at all and just lets the whore talk and detail another of her implausible celebrity fellatio encounters, which is fine, because it's not even really what she's saying. It's just her voice that the hordes of blushing, masturbating late-night listeners want. They want to hear that voice and pretend it belongs on that spinally challenged chick in the tiger skirt who will wrap herself entirely around them and whisper drunken World of Warcraft innuendos in their ear while they continue jerking off. And speaking of jerk-offs, what the fuck is with Angry Phone Guy? Is he really like that, or is it just an act he pulls off for a few minutes of attention every few weeks in an otherwise quietly desperate life? And if it is real, are you actually his friend, or do you just stand around in morbid curiosity in case his head explodes while you're watching? Which, granted, would be somewhat funnier than Preston's overuse of monkey sound effects or the whore's lame attempts to flirt with whoever does that punk podcast, and a veritable shitload funnier than the next story that tries to write Preston and the whore in his characters as if sucking up to you two will achieve a thing in this goddamn world, or as if you remember when you start smashing Cosmopolitans the following week and start reading the next story about, I don't know, incontinent rats having sex in rivers of excrement. But it won't matter, because by the time you're done with it, the story will end up being entirely about something else. Much like this thing, which was at one point supposed to be a limerick, and you know, I haven't even been drinking this afternoon, so I have no excuse. And always leaves me wanting more. That, then, is my gift to you, Mr. Buttons and Miss Hoare. Congratulations on a fine two years, and may you have many, many more. This is our second anniversary egg. <laughs> Still talking to your bush people? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you spoke bush. I just had the funniest image in my head. <laughs> Remember that that girl who was sort of a I speak to bush friend and or client at one point that you said I bet her bush looks like ZZ Top <laughs> and sounds like it too. You remember that? I vaguely do. Yes. Bet she has a big muff. Big seventies. Big seventies. Hair pie. Yeah, she she had that face. Yeah. That was a game that um, what's his face came up with. The guy who accidentally named us for this show. He had hair pie game? No, he wanted to come up with a game that was match the pussy to the face. To see if you could. I thought it, you know, sort of like concentration. Yeah. You know, you just have a screen full of little boxes and you click until you get it right. 
all kinds of uses for that game. Hours of entertainment for I'd the like whole family. I'd like to play that game. Mm-hmm. Me too. Maybe I'll come up with a prototype and uh, not pay him royalties, <laughs> as as we do with the show. Not as we do not with the show. Much like as we don't now. What am I talking about? <laughs> I have no fucking clue. I'm sober. How are you? I'm tired. Happy uh, Happy Pride weekend or Thank week you. actually. To, Thank uh, you. Did you come out of the closet to this all weekend? of those? Uh, no, not yet. You didn't? Oh, not yet. Well, uh, you've still got some hours left, but you should have done it before the parade so you could have enjoyed the parade fully. Hmm. I heard you missed the parade. I, I did. I went down uh, to the area, but uh, I met up with people who were at the beginning of the parade, uh, or well, at the parade start point, and so I showed up too late and everything had all gone south. You went down and it all went south? Yeah. At the Gay Pride Parade. That's a shame. It was fabulous. Fabulous! It was fabulous. Speaking of fabulous, we saw Woofus Wayne White last oh, yeah. week. Was it last week or the week before? I saw a video of his today, actually. Did you And really? I was like, wow, now I know who that person is. <laughs> After having seen the concert? <laughs> yes. Interesting. I dig him a lot. It was good. It was mm-hmm. a good show. Thank you for taking me. You're very welcome. <laughs> Thank you for being my backup. Yes. My backup, backup, Glad backup Glad I answered date. the phone uh, <laughs> at the right time. Mm-hmm. So it is our second anniversary. It is. It is exactly two years since we released our first episode. And I'm ashamed to say that on that day, we recorded and edited and released an episode. And made the intros and... And all that. And all the bells and whistles that go with it. And we have never, ever, ever done that again. No. We now stretch it out over the course of, what, four to five, (laughs) four to five days. And. Yes. How come? We should be more than capable. You would think so. You would think so. Is it an attention span thing? Because people keep telling me I have ADD. I used to make jokes about it, but now I'm starting to think maybe I do. Are you sure they don't tell you that you have other things? Well, I have all kinds of things. <laughs> all of them end in D. S-T. <laughs> they all end in D. That's all <laughs> I'll say. All the things that I have that are letters, they all end in D. H-D-D. Uh, I have herpes simplex D. S-T-D. <laughs> I do not. There is, there is no simplex D. So I'll take that one. That's good because it'd be a really bad <laughs> yeah. one, probably. Where do you think that would be? Herpes <clears throat> of the brain, maybe. Weren't we talking about herpes of the brain the other night? <sighs> yes, we were. Herpes Although simplex I, D could be I herpes of got, the, the, the brain stem. I, I got this weird kind of like visualization of like a complete sort of Festering maggot brain? Sort of, no. A very swollen and, and, I don't know, oozing vagina or something like that. What? No, no, that's... What? (laughs) When you hear herpes of the brain, you... No, 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 herpes D. It wouldn't be anywhere near the area. It wouldn't be. It's D. It would be somewhere total. It could be herpes of the ass. That would be bad. (laughs) Herpes of the ass would be bad. Herpes of the foot. Herpes of the foot, also bad. 
strangely enough, reminds me of another conversation the same night, which was, would you suck a stranger's toe or their penis? <laughs> yes. And I don't think it's you answered. It's amazing how many uh, people I, I was... I don't think I was asked. This, um, I am sad to say, is the only beer in the house. What the fuck am I going to do now? I don't know. There's other booze. Sorry for that sidebar. There's not much out there. Yeah. That's it. Be a tough guy. Crunch your water bottle. Um, it's like that scene in Jaws. I don't believe, I don't believe you answered on the toe versus cock I debate. I haven't asked, but it's funny how... Uh, I'm asking how, you now. How many, uh, uh, how many resounding... Uh, I'm taking that away from you, or are you going to be playing with it all night? People, uh, yeah, so... Um, would rather suck dick than suck toe. Well, okay, to, to give the listeners a little background to the story, a panhandler of sorts, a young female street urchin... Yes, Uh, Yes, a street urchin. A street urchin passed us by while we were enjoying beverages on a patio recently. And uh, she first asked for money and or a cigarette, and then she said she'd suck my toe for $2. I I think it was directed at me originally. Suck a toe? No, I don't think Any toe? Okay. No, she was talking to uh, Smirk. I just know it was directed in general at the patio, I'll suck your toe for $2. And everybody, you know, politely declined uncomfortably, and it (laughs) sparked a debate about whether or not you would suck a total stranger's toe or... Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't know. I don't understand why you have a problem saying that. I don't have a problem saying it. I just wondered if you had any... if you were awake. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I don't think you answered, and you still still haven't. Like I was avoiding the question. You still that, are that avoiding never, the question. Never asked. I'm asking um, it now. Well, I don't know. Is neither an option? No, neither is not an option. Well, I don't that, know. That's what that's what Link said when I said, "Would you rather go blind or deaf?" He spent three days on it and came back with his neither an option. It's like, that's not the point of the question. Jeez. No, well, I think you must that, pick one. It's I as simple as do, uh, Prince or George Michael. I think I would do the toe, but I can't say that. You think you would. I'd be happy about that. I well, I'm like not. Toes. I'm not saying which would be your dream date, <laughs> which would make you happy. <laughs> I'm saying which. All right. Well, I'd suck the toe. Okay. We've already had this this conversation of both of us loathing feet. So. Yeah, I. I'm of... not a. I'm not a foot girl, and mostly because I hate my own feet, and I. I wouldn't subject anyone to them. So <laughs> why, you know, I've never ever looked at a foot and said, oh, that's pretty, gotta have that. Yeah, I know. Anyway. A surprisingly high percentage of people on that patio chose dick. And I I have to say, which is the lesser evil? One's definitely cleaner. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Failing herpes simplex D. You've always got to go in with that understanding anyway. I'm thinking of the two most recently showered body parts. One has been used more during the course of that day. So I opt for the one that hasn't been tread upon all day long. (laughs) Let's read a story. Okay. 
Wow, you really hate this topic. Tonight's story, Incontinent Rats Having Sex in Rivers of Excrement by Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. <laughs> what? Come on, we're doing something special here. Yes, very special. Mm-hmm. No, no, tonight's story is actually Over the Edge by Just a Joe. Preston sits very still, quietly enduring yet another rant from the word whore. Concerned about audio quality, he had foolishly reminded her about keeping a consistent distance. Who was he, fucking listening in earlier or something? Hey, what, you think this doesn't happen every fucking time? He knows, man. The people know. Uh, He had foolishly reminded her about keeping consistent distance from the microphone, and this had opened up the verbal abuse floodgates. Good. I'm digging this story already. In the past, this sort of tirade would have twisted in his gut like a knife. It would have spun him up and made him crazed. That was in the past, though. That was before he started keeping careful notes of all of the abuses and indignities that were visited upon him. I have that list. I know you do. You have many lists. Now... These things were simply more evidence supporting the only conclusion that made sense to him. He, Preston Buttons, is dead. He had died. And this is hell. Dun dun dun! So this is the story? Asked the whore. Am I even in it? It's supposed to be about both of us. And really, you'd think it'd be more about me, seeing as I have the more interesting life. You're right. When I act like myself, I don't sound like myself. (laughs) No, you don't. Really, I'm the only one of us that has a life. Poor Buttons. Maybe we could have some sort of podcast telethon to get you a life. Oh my god, this is a good concept. I'm reading it badly. (laughs) I'm a bad actress as myself. Just so you know, it will have been cut out. But the word whore read that four times to sound like herself. (laughs) And I still didn't pull it off. And I'm going to do it a fifth time, you know. Later when you're not looking. The word whore thinks about this for a moment before announcing. I have to go pee. She stands up, not bothering to... See, you said that naturally. I know, because I do. I really do. And I'm pissed that this is the last beer. She stands up, not bothering to remove her headset first, and is jerked from her head by its cord, which is caught on something. She makes a quick, intoxicated grab. I'm jerked from my head? Because that would be a good cartoon. She makes a quick, intoxicated grab for the falling equipment and misses, but does manage to knock the microphone across the desk. The falling equipment or the following equipment? I thought it was going to list the things that I grabbed. Across the desk with her wild flailing. Whoopsie! Giggle. Hee! And heads off to the bathroom. <laughs> Oopsie! <laughs> Preston draws in a deep breath. Exhales. Then takes a long drink. He pulls out the notes he has been secretly and meticulously keeping and adds an entry about her tirade and equipment abuse. (laughs) You're breaking the rules! 
<laughs> there were so many entries now. <laughs> Items not being able to find a place to live for all those promising career opportunities and time-consuming projects that simply went nowhere. Oh my god, he does have some sort of spy cam in here. <laughs> Just to do. He's are you at there? Us now. Where are you? It's like saw. The camera could be anywhere. Finally, uh -huh. there is this cast of friends surrounding him who seem to take endless delight in torturing him. They never missed an opportunity to take a shot at him, to run him down, to belittle him. And of course, there was the word whore. He takes another long drink. Yep, this is hell, he thinks. At first it bothered him that he couldn't specifically remember dying. If it had happened suddenly, though, would he have known? He had fallen asleep on a plane flight. On a plane flight? As opposed to a wagon flight. <laughs> he had fallen asleep on a plane flight to South Beach. Maybe it had blown up. Maybe that incident with the smashed window at the restaurant had actually been a robbery and he'd taken a bullet in the head. If he hadn't seen the gunman, would he have even known it had happened? Ooh, how philosophical. Perhaps staggering home alone from a bar, he had just passed out in an alley and choked to death on his own vomit. Oh, see, that's the death I would like for you. It's not the death you actually will have, but it's the death I'd like for you. It's very rock star. When it came down to it, the cause of death was really unimportant. To him, it had become clear that he was most certainly in hell. Dun-dun-dun. Fucking cars. Jesus Christ. There are cars in hell? Hmm. If there are cars in hell, what kind of cars would they be? Chevette. Yes, they would be Chevettes with all of the chrome stripped off by mm. monkeys. That's right. He had always suspected he would end up here, but had assumed it would be someplace full of fire and lava and probably be Arthur naked. Oh, yeah. This, though. Arthur. <laughs> Sorry. What? Nothing. Are you trying to do Eliza Minnelli? Arthur. No, B. Arthur. Uh, what was B. Arthur's husband's name in Mod? Wasn't it Arthur? Maybe. I think so. Okay. Huh. I don't know. It's been a long time. And then there's Mod! And then there's Mod! And then there's Mod! And then there's Mod! Pippa Purple People Leader! Pippa Pippa Dippa Dippa Mutton Mod! <laughs> That's beautiful. Right on, Maud. Isn't that it? I don't... I can't remember. I don't know why she's a purple people eater. <laughs> this, though, was much worse. This was something far more insidious. In the pitchfork and be Arthur hell, he would at least have had the comfort of abandoning all hope. Here, however, he would spend eternity having his hopes built up and then crushed. Crushed. Surrounded by these demon friends from hell, sent here to torture him and assure his slow descent into a nightmare of madness. Did you miss me? The word horror announced as she returned. Here, I brought you another drink. She cheerfully proclaimed and dropped it onto the desk in front of him. About half of the drink sloshed out of the glass, across the desktop, and into his lap. Aren't I the best friend ever? 
She added gleefully. <laughs> A strange calm descended over Preston as his mind took its final step over the event horizon. So now what? Asked a voice that only Preston could hear. If he knew that this was all fake, then perhaps he could control its outcome. In fact, for once in his life, or maybe now death, Preston might really have a chance to make things better. He'd just have to figure out how. The word whore was still going on about how nice she was to Preston, even when he was always so mean to her. I mean, what would you do without me in your life to give you fulfillment? She'd ask. What indeed, he responded, and that's when the answer exploded in his alcohol-sodden brain. He knew what would free him. He would have to rid himself of the evil. He must destroy the foul demons that had been sent to torment him. Especially this one sitting next to him. <laughs> His head felt light and Preston had a sudden appreciation for the term giddy. He had also become aware that the room had gone quiet and he was just sitting there with a big stupid grin on his face. The word horror was staring at him with an odd look of concern. With relief, he heard himself say, You're absolutely right. Without you, I'd pretty much be a pathetic loser. It's so true. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> and he punctuated the sentence by raising his glass and draining it. You should really have a fucking drink for this. There was just the slightest moment of awkward silence. Then the word horror proclaimed, You're damn right! <laughs> Jive turkey! And she began to list why his life was so, so pathetic. <laughs> do I get to do that? Because it's not written in there. You can record it later. Okay, cool. Shit, he thought. That was close. He was going to have to be much more careful from here on out. If they realized he had figured them out, he would surely be lost forever. Dun-dun-dun! <laughs> the word horror had now segued into a story about servicing some actor or actress or something, but Preston wasn't listening. Oh, there's a stretch. Mm. Instead, he was wondering how to kill a demon. The demon. Fire, said a voice in his head. Sorry, I'm the voice in your head. Fire. I get yes, to be you the are. voice in your head. You are the voice in my head. Fire. Fire. Seems like maybe there was something in the Bible or maybe Raiders of the Lost Ark about purifying things. This guy fucking knows you inside out and backward and it's scary. He liked that idea a lot. He would cleanse himself of these demons with fire. Well, it actually says cleans. Yes, he would cleanse himself. <laughs> he would cleanse himself of these demons with fire. It rubs the lotion on its skin. Of course, the minute he set one of them ablaze, the element of surprise would be gone, so he must wait for an opportunity to get as many of them at once as possible. Probably some future trip to South Beach. Everyone all gathered up in one apartment for a party. Why are all the people who are picking on you in South Beach? I don't know. 
You've only been there once. I know. Did you make that bad of an impression? Perhaps. Impossible. Preston took a drink of the mostly 151 with a little Coke in it that this creature had brought to him and nearly choked. Okay, see, here we have a problem. Yes. Is one is, I don't drink 151. No, you don't, but you should. Two, you never make... I've never made or brought you a drink, ever. I have, see? You have, but you've never made one that was very strong. Because you measure. I do measure. The demon word whore laughed at him. <laughs> Little boy can't handle his alcohol. I think you're developing a drinking problem. She chided. It just burns a little. Preston said calmly. The voice in his head added. But it burns a lot when you put a match to it. Is this the story? Asked the word whore as she began rifling through the papers in front of them. I'm bored with it. I don't think it's very good. (laughs) Are any of them? Preston replied. Where's the sex? She whined. Above all else, Preston knew that she must be destroyed. (laughs) She was talking again, but he no longer heard her. He just watched her lips moving, that jaw going up and down, and that pretty little head. Her head. He thought. I'm going to have to cut off her head. Wasn't that the way they destroyed demons on Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Lop it off. Then they turn to dust. Seemed like that was also the only way to stop a zombie in Night of the Living Dead movies. Sure, those were just fiction. But this was new territory for him, and he had to start somewhere. Besides, he liked the idea. Yep, that head was coming off. Dun dun dun! (laughs) Keep your head up like that? No! (laughs) Chuckling lightly as he lifted his drink, Preston spoke into his glass. Podcast of the Living Dead. At this, there was a roar of laughter in his head. It had not the rum not or had, had the rum not once again made him choke. <laughs> so this is it? Are we going to finish this freaking story? She asked impatiently. No. Preston responded. Let's just forget it and make a phone call or something. Fine with me, she said and then added. And quit looking at my neck. What's wrong with my neck? Is there something on there? Do I have a hickey? Preston merely chuckled, but a voice in his head laughed and laughed and laughed. (laughs) 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 Not so easy the second time, I guess. No. 
<laughs> it wasn't. It was forced the second time. And that was Over the Edge by Just a Joe. It was Over the Edge by Just a Joe. <laughs> Happy anniversary! <laughs> dun dun dun! <laughs> All right, uh, who the fuck are we going to I, I don't know. You figure it out while I get a drink and I have to pee and I ha- have to get a drink. Because neither of those things have been in the show forever, so I'm just putting them in mm. real convenient, like uh, timed perfectly with the fact that I both have to get a drink and pee. Good. See? It's real life. It's better than fiction. Hello? Is Mr. P*** around by any chance? He is not, actually. He is at Meat Fest. What the fuck is that? <laughs> He's over at um, this Brazilian grill or whatever, eating tons of meat. Oh, the all-you-can-eat stuff. Yeah. That's you're, right. Yeah, you were there. Your husband is with a Brazilian girl eating meat? Yeah. <laughs> and this is fine with you? Well, yes. <laughs> I'm very comfortable. <laughs> Uh, we were he, he's not getting a Brazilian wax as well, is he? I will have to let you know about that. I'm not positive. Okay. Well, uh, Preston Buttons and the Word Corps wanted to have Mr. Trapper John on for the uh, second anniversary show. Ah. Uh, but seeing as he's not around, how would you like to be on it? <laughs> I don't know what I could contribute. I'm curious. Second anniversary show. This is the first one? We had a first one, yes, uh, last year at this time. <laughs> no, we've actually been doing the show for two long, long years. You made me giggle and blush several times. What's new with you? Not much. I'm just sitting here very full from my vegetarian sushi. I'm very confused. You're eating vegetarian sushi while your husband is eating Brazilian meat with some strange Brazilian woman. Is <laughs> He's this... actually not eating with strange a strange Brazilian woman. He's out with three other gentlemen on a hot date. Okay. Yeah. There's possibly a strange Brazilian women serving the meat. Could very well be. Okay. Big skewers of meat and knives. I'm sure they'd be disappointed if there wasn't. Uh, uh, I've, I've been there. I like that. It's it, one of I those, adore it. It's like pork cow in, in Miami. I adore pork cow. The more meat, the better. more meat, the better. See, but then that's where it doesn't work so well for me because I'm a vegetarian. True. So, fortunately, he has found another crew to go imbibe in his meat. Hey, can you tell the meat curtain story? I can if we don't call it a meat curtain. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> o- only Preston will you refer to it that way. You know the and kept calling it. I'm like, honey, please don't call it that. And he's like, why? Well, that's the joke, so. And well, but you have to tell the story. Well, we'll see. Come on, Mrs. Trapper. We're counting on you here. I appreciate that. And our tens of fans are, too. <laughs> well, the story with the shower curtain is he wanted something funny in the house. And I told him, no, I'd like to have a grown-up house, not a funny house. And, he, and so he kept whining and pushing, and finally I agreed. And I said, well, what do you want funny in the house? And he said, there's a shower curtain with steaks all over it. And, and he called it a meat curtain. It's with steaks. And I said, I don't think that's very appropriate. <laughs> I don't think you realize what a meat curtain is. But now we do have a shower curtain upstairs with T-bone steaks all over it. 
But the, but the thing is, is he wanted to put out on your open, wasn't it your I, open house or something? He wanted to put on the invitation, come see our meat curtains. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I had to explain to him what it was. <laughs> and so he, he agreed to change the wording on the invite. What, he didn't know what it was? He didn't know what it was. Obviously, he did not get a proper education. Oh, my God. The Canadian school system had let him down. Yes, he missed Meat yeah. Curtain 101. He sure did. Claims <laughs> he didn't, but obviously he did. Hey, how's your crazy brother? My crazy brother is doing great. I miss him so much. He moved down to Hotlanta. No way. Really? That's way. Yeah. So uh, I miss him, but um, he seems to be doing really well. Good. Yeah. Is he uh, is he killing anyone uh, or anything? I do not know if he has or not. I've not received word of any new orange outfits, but um, no, I think he's. Um, I'm not sure what he's going to do with that. He, uh, Your brother is a very big man. He is a big man, and he can be very scary looking. Although the funny thing is, I think he's more scared of me. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I have that kind of power as a big sister. You're kind of frightening, actually. I, well, yeah. <laughs> I try to use my power for good and not evil, but sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. I remember when uh, when Trapper first started seeing you, he was deathly afraid of your whole family. <laughs> I know. Bless his heart. I'm not sure that he isn't now. For good reason. Oh, you don't think he's over it yet? <laughs> not- oh, I think a little bit more so. They figured out that they both have the Redskins in common. So that helped bridge the... The Washington Redskins. The Washington Redskins. They, they were the... Uh, that that was the uh, thing that calmed the situation. Yeah. They, they saved yet another marriage? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those Redskins. They're always there when you need them. Always there when you need them. God bless them. That's right. Well, what's going on with you two? Second anniversary, happy anniversary, and here I didn't send a card. I know, and you're so good with that kind of stuff. So ridiculous. Yeah. Letting the world down. Yeah, well, you know, I don't think we've got a card from anyone, so. <laughs> you didn't? I got lots of them. Yeah, well. <laughs> they're not jerking off to my voice. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. I guess it'd be hard to write a card if you're... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> my hands are full, or I'd send you the best of happy anniversary wishes. So what else is on the docket for this evening's discussion? So far, we've talked about whether or not you would um, suck a total stranger's toe or they're more private. No. Oh, wait till you hear the alternative, though. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) A little higher up. (laughs) Oh. Total stranger, toe or penis? Hmm. I really wish there was that third option of neither. That's what, I know, that's what Preston said. (laughs) Neither isn't an option. Feet are gross. Feet are really gross. Feet are really gross, but... And I don't know where people's penises have been, so... I know. Yeah. Mm. See, my take on it was basically that you're pretty sure at least they were both washed at the same time, but one's been walked on all day. That's true. That's a good point. Unless there's a lot of pants sweating going on. Oh, yeah, it is summertime. I don't know. Wow. So that is a... That's pretty deep. So what did you pick? I went for the penis. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, hold on. Sorry. But I do believe I'm getting Paige to uh, up our, our meat man. You have a meat emergency? Not an emergency. I just am the driver this evening. I thought it was just better that way. So when he's high on meat and rum and coke, 
get him home safe. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Well, that's some good planning. Well, it has been lovely chatting with you this evening. Was, I appreciate the opportunity. It was lovely talking to you. And I will see about getting a belated happy second anniversary card in the mail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when your hands hey, are guys, free. I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right, thanks. Bye. 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 Please do send us your stories of 800 words or less to shorts at the itspot.com. That's shorts at the itspot.com. Uh, so thanks for listening to the second anniversary uh, episode. You know, there's been good times and bad times. Yeah. And bad times. And bad times. And worse times. And also some bad times. Yes. But, you know, we've stuck it through, and you, our listeners, have been there. You've been the wind beneath our asses. Our asses? Keeping us afloat. Oh, I don't want wind under my ass. I can think of a hundred other things I'd like under my ass, but wind isn't one of them. Hey, guys. Vanacek, uh, I understand it's your second anniversary or 100th show or uh, your uh, 100th year second show or whatever. Anyways, it's a huge waste. Uh, congratulations. Hi, folks. This is Nobilis. As a connoisseur of fine erotica, I have to say that my favorite Air Out My Shorts moments has to be this one. I like being a lesbian. Me too. That's right. Steve Ely's Double Ender, just a few episodes back. Absolutely your finest hour. Thanks for making us this wonderful show and putting it out there for us. You're marvelous. Pay attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make us rich. Official Air Out My Shorts merchandise. Available now at cafepress.com slash airoutmyshorts. I have never said whoopsie in my life. Just a joke. What are you thinking, man? Diver was a freedom rider. She didn't care if the whole world looked. Joan of Arc with the Lord to guide her. She was a sister who really could. His adorer was the first proper angel that she showed up. Oh, yeah. And when the country was falling apart, Betsy Ross got it all sold up. And then there's Maud. And then there's Maud. And enterprising anything but tranquilizer Right on, This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network Let the riot begin On podriot.com mm.